Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Janelle Keith in Oklahoma, and alongside is my co-host and very good friend, Lori Clapper in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and we feel like we're kind of back in the saddle again, right? Yes. After a, a long hiatus, but, you know, it was a good rest for both of us. And uh, now the Lord's calling us back to the microphone. And here we are. We've got a special guest today. Her name is Kim Taylor. Now, she is she's a woman of power. I'm just going to say <laughs> that right now, right up off the top, because she is running her own ministry called Take Back Your Temple. And she also has a podcast, uh, which I've been a guest of. And she has she's just doing the work. She and her <laughs> co-host, Judy, are in the trenches doing the work of podcasting like we are. And she's here to talk today. At, actually, we're welcoming her back because yes. she's been on a podcast mm -hmm. before. Kim, let's talk about what your ministry is, Take Back Your Temple, and what God has put upon your heart to share. Well, thank you so much for um, having me again. I just, I'm just so grateful that God changed my life actually about 16 years ago because at that time, I was 240 pounds. I was a size 22 and in bondage to emotional eating. But I overcame that through the power of God and Amen. decided to start a blog called Take Back Your Temple. And initially when God gave me the name Take Back Your Temple, I just thought it was like a clarion call to the body of Christ to take back control of their life and their health. But what God really revealed to me was Take Back Your Temple is actually a prayer. And it's a prayer to God to take back control of our bodies as his temple. Amen. So through my journey of overcoming emotional eating and learning to handle negative emotions God's way, I ended up dropping 85 pounds and going from a size 22 to a size eight. And one wow. of the things that I did learn on my own journey is that often the mental work of weight loss is harder than the physical work that you're asked to do because many times there are underlying issues that the person is um, in bondage to and they're using food or some other substance to numb themselves to those emotions and to um as avoidance behaviors because that was my job or at least my my um, way of coping because i have a, a history of being a registered nurse and that's a very stressful job and career. And uh, one of the things that I used to do was to use food to numb myself to the stress of that profession. So one of the things that God taught me was uh, were godly ways to handle my emotions. And so food could restore its proper place in my life. Oh, amen to everything you're saying, Kimberly. I, I was an emotional eater, too. And I was two pounds heavier than you. And you're right. The the whole work of the emotional and the uh, mental uh, hiccups and hangups you can get held back by are, are tremendous. You can't do that on your own. You have to have God's help. I mean, and so uh, when he gives you the way out, we it's our way out. We get to take it. And it's such a freeing process right to mm -hmm. know how to deal with these negative things that happen in your life and process them properly according to what god has to uh, has given us so amen to you thank you for doing that good work because 
not everybody's doing that. They're yeah, doing that. that's true, Janelle. And many people, even in the body of Christ, don't often think of a godly solution to right. this issue. They think all I have to do is get on the right diet and the right exercise program and I'm good to go. Well, even as a registered nurse, I did that for years and yeah. ended up frustrated and feeling like a failure because I could only stick with it a certain period of time, not paying attention to those underlying issues that God had, you know, had open arms and wanted right. to help me with that. But I wanted to ignore it and think, OK, well, I'll just need another diet. And that's mm -hmm. not the case. Mm -hmm. No, it's not the case at all. Her, her story sounds incredibly similar to mine, doesn't it, Lori? <laughs> yes, it, yes. It, and it just is, you know, we all walk that path of something that gets in between us and God. And when we let that thing, whatever it is, get in the way of our relationship, then it's got to go. It's an idol. We have got to cast it out. We've got to take ownership of it and deal with it the way God has, you know, taught us how to. And his word is the best teacher ever, right? Amen. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So what was your inspiration, Kim, uh, to create a webinar about uh, changing the mind and body through this Christian perspective? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Lori. And you know what? I um, actually came up with the idea because I actually thought about the movie, well, not the movie, actually the incident, the Titanic, <laughs> believe it or not, um, because we know that the Titanic back in 1912, it, they said that it was unsinkable, but it hit an iceberg and it sank. They said it was unsinkable, but it hit the iceberg and sank. So many people don't know this, but about 95% of the iceberg is actually um, under the water. There you can't see it. And then you have a small amount um, that's above the water. And so when many people think about losing weight or overcoming emotional eating, they only want to deal with that part that's above the water and not the part that's below the water. So I started thinking with the Change Your Mind, Change Your Body webinar, what are some questions that people might have that they haven't really considered in their weight loss journey? So things like, okay, why do I only stay motivated for like a certain period of time? And then next thing you know, I've sabotaged myself and, I, and I've quit. Something like, you know, questions like that. So I figured that in this webinar, I would cover some of those questions that people might have that might cause them to get off track on their weight loss journey. And that's why I called it change your mind, change your body, because the Bible tells us that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds in Romans 12 too. Um, and again, that doesn't happen automatically. It's something that we have to do deliberately to confront those issues, as Janelle said, as we talked about. Um, and if we do that, then we're able to move forward. So that was really the inspiration in me creating the webinar, Change Your Mind, Change Your Body, so that people will actually be aware of some of the issues that can sabotage them and be able to take steps to overcome them so that they can move forward in their health journey. So what are some what of the are mindsets that people get stuck in when they're, well, this could be probably for any addiction, but particularly with, with a food addiction? Oh, yeah. Well, one of the main things, like I mentioned this one before, but thinking about that it only takes a diet to change 
you know, that if I just get on the right diet, that everything will be fine. I'll eat this way until I lose the weight. And then once I lose the weight, then I can go back to eating the way that I did before. Right. And so <laughs> because I often say, yeah, because I, I did that for years. And I often say that your behaviors will always line up with the person that you believe that you are. Mm. So another mindset that can sabotage people is thinking like I did, like I'll always be a big girl that I was born this way, that right. I'll always have issues with this. And even when I was a child, um, or at least a preteen, and into my teenage years, I used to always call myself fat. You're fat, you're fat, you're fat. And it became like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's another mindset that people say, I'm always meant to be this way. I cannot change. Mm. And see, that's a direct contradiction from what the Bible says, because God would not have said that to be transformed if it were impossible for us. In fact, if you go to the Bible, I don't remember seeing anything in the Bible that says um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, except for, you know, fill in the blank, your name. <laughs> it doesn't say that, you know, it's applicable to all of us. So if right. God says that it's possible, then it is possible for us to be transformed. But we have to, it's a if then um, prospect. He says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's work that we have to do because even though when we became Christians and the Holy spirit came to live inside of us, we got a new spirit, but our minds did not change automatically. So that is a process of sanctification of becoming more Christ-like as we come to know his word and getting the Holy Spirit, um, or at least submitting to the Holy Spirit so that he can guide us into applying that word to our daily lives. You know, what you're saying is genius. It really is. It's just so freeing, you know, all of the things that you're saying. And freeing our minds is one of our biggest enemies, correct? Yes. 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 And so we have to understand that God's word was written for us individually. Mm -hmm. And corporately, yes, but we can apply it to our personal lives. You know, this is health and wellness is not a, a subject that God doesn't care about. He cares about every part of your life, a, a, every layer. He cares about it all. Each pound, he cares. And, and that's what we have to convince, you know, those unbelievers, you know, in, in the diet world that, Hey, if you just apply God's principles to your life, you're going to have way less weight to deal with and way less problems in general. But, you know, it's education, education, education. You know, people it really just, is. It they, really and, is, Janelle. And change is so hard for each one of us. Why are we so rebellious when it comes <laughs> to change? Well, you know what? That's that's an interesting subject because there's an article that I wrote on my blog and it does talk about confronting the spirit of rebellion mm -hmm. because that's something that is that that's from the very beginning. That's that's part of the sin nature. Yeah. And um there's one thing I do want to say though because this is another belief that I have had to, you know, with members of Take Back Your Temple even, you know, we do know that God of course cares for us. He is but I also don't believe that he's up in heaven with a scale and a tape measure, you know, right. fretting over, you know, a single pound or something. Because yeah. one of the beliefs that our members have had when they come to take back your temple is that I'm afraid of disappointing God. 
if I don't lose weight or if I don't, you know, reach my goal this week or something, you know, to that effect, there's, there's a holdover from the old diet mentality. And so one of the things that I do tell our members with Take Back Your Temple is that God is concerned with the heart, the yeah. issue, because that was really the core for me and that there were issues in my life that I had difficulty confronting and God wanted to start with the heart level, not the outside, because that was like a symptom of what was going on the inside. So God's way to change is from the inside out. And he wants us to exercise godly wisdom in the choices that we make in the health arena. So that's another thing that um, belief yeah. um, that our members that not only take back your temple members, but the body of Christ mm-hmm. need to recognize that God loves you right where you are. And he's going to walk with you through that healing process. Not always easy, but it's always worth it. So Kim, how does a strong faith play a role in achieving the optimum physical health? We kind of went into that just a little bit in the last uh, segment. If you can, you know, expound a little bit about that. Yeah, I can. Um, With our Take Back Your Temple program, we have a five-step process that our members go through on the way to losing weight. And the first two steps actually are foundational. And it spells out the word arise, A-R-I-S-E. And so the A stands for anchor yourself in God. The R stands for renew your mind. The I stands for invest in slimming foods that satisfy you. The S stands for slim, stretch, and strengthen your body. And E stands for expect, test, and be prepared. Mm. So really those three three parts um, out of that A-R-I-S-E process relate to foundational issues like the anchor yourself in God helps a person who's in our program to evaluate their relationship with God. Because one of the things that can happen is someone can come in with a a wrong view of who God is. And by that, I mean, they might view God as angry or God is angry at them or disappointed in them. Or they may have something, some worldly view like new agey, like God is there to be like almost like a genie. So one of the things that we help the person assess is what is their God view? Because that's going to impact everything in their lives. You know, how they see themselves, how they see other people, how they see their purpose. So that's one thing. Um, The other thing, like we mentioned, is R, renewing your mind and how important that is to be sure that you don't have any sabotaging mindsets. And then that E part of it is expect, test, and be prepared. Because one of the ways that can, one of the things that can sabotage you is when the unexpected happens. Um, For example, you have a church member who is trying to food push on you at the church buffet. You know, they say, you got to try this, you got to try that. So you have to, that's a test. And we have to learn how to handle those tests in a way that honors God, but also in a loving way. So strong faith does play a role in that because it helps us to be able to cope with life issues without indulging in avoidance behavior, like emotional eating, like binge eating. And also it helps to keep us centered on what our true purpose is in the Lord, which is, you know, John 17, three, which is, and this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So this whole thing 
is really about coming to know God better in our day-to-day -day process, in the day-to-day -day challenges that we face. Come to know him and come to rely and trust him no matter what we go through. Mm. So really that's the role that found that uh, faith plays in having taking care of those strong foundational issues because we know the world is shaking. But when you are rooted and grounded in God and his word, then you won't be shaken. And so that's the role I believe that it plays in our health journey. Yeah, I was just thinking when you were talking, Kim, about, you know, no matter what size you are, we all stress eat, right? So, yeah. and, and, but it's unrealistic to think, oh yeah, I'm going to go through a process that I'm never going to face a stressful situation again. Exactly. <laughs> and that's a real exactly. test. Well, well, okay. You know, I just had a bad day at work, so I deserve this, you know, pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Right. So those, mm -hmm. those tests are going to come at you. So I love that you they brought are. that up. And they what, are, I mean, you said, obviously you need to really anchor yourself in God. What is something that, um, is there a verse or something you go to when you face stressful situations to help you when when they come? Yeah, um, it's actually the, the scripture in first Peter that says, cast your care on him because he cares for you. That's one of the um, scriptures that is that is my go to, um, because I recognize that it does. I'm not walking through this life alone, that I don't face problems alone. And God is walking with me. He gave me his Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of me. So that's one scripture that I use to recognize, hey, Kim, you know, you're not meant to carry this. Mm -hmm. You know, God did not create you to walk through this journey alone. He is there. He's promised you wisdom. He's promised you strength. The whole basis of our courage is the knowledge that God is with us. You know, um, and he tells us to be strong and courageous, but not of our own strength, but of him. You know, he also tells us I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we, I, we have to recognize where our help comes from and it comes from the Lord. And in that way, when we recognize that God is allowing us to do things that we could not do without him then the excellency of the power becomes of him and not of us. So he gets the glory and we can tell other people, hey, you know, I would not have been able to do this without the Lord on my side. And that also helps us to be able to share the gospel with other people because they, be, they might be curious and say, you know what, you know, I'm just interested. I want to see more or hear more about this God that she serves. You know, and then you're ready to tell them about him. So it's also a tool for evangelism as well. When people see the change in you and they want to know, hey, what's going on there? And you can tell them about Jesus. And, you know, as God's children, we are called to encourage each other with this uh, knowledge that we know about God and to share it. I mean, we're not supposed to sit on it and be spiritual hoarders here. We yeah. are we are called to share and um i'm just it's it's an honor really to be able to share that message but also it's just amazing the opportunities that he'll bring to you to mm -hmm. do exactly that and he does it quite simply you know we just have to be receptive to that and then be open about our struggles and not try to hide them 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I love that phrase. Actually, I was going to ask you, can I borrow that one about spiritual being a spiritual hoarder? Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. That's a good one. But you're mm-hmm. right. You know, we just have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because he'll talk to you and say, you know, go up to that person, you know, just give them a little compliment and, yeah. um, you know, it'll make their day and, and, and you and you do it. You just listen and he'll give you open doors. Yeah. And so if you're you're willing to yield yourself and be willing to be used by him, oh, it's, it's you have you have some incredible stories to tell. Um mm-hmm. and um and just see how how he uses you because again, if he guides us to do something and share a story, we share it, but we're not responsible for how the person responds, but we are responsible for obedience. So we just never know um you know what's going to happen, but if we're yield it to him and obey him, then we just trust him and say, okay, well, maybe that didn't seem like it made any difference, but who knows? We're here with our special guest, Kimberly Taylor, who uh, runs a Take Back Your Temple. She's just created this webinar that is truly going to be out there for the world to find and to gain information and freedom. She's giving people a, a hand an invitation to freedom because it is liberating truths that she's talking about. So Kimberly, tell us, can you share any biblical principles or teachings that contribute to this webinar and your ministry that would would further a person's health and in, in body and mind? I mean, you've shared about the renewal of your mind. And I think sometimes we don't always take that as seriously as we need to. I mean, it that's a process. It is not overnight. You've got to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? I cannot leave here without sharing 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, uh-huh. because that's the whole basis of our Take Back Your Temple ministry. And um, it reads, of course, we know it says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, whom you have from God and you are not your own? For you are bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so that really tells us the whole basis of why we want to take care of our bodies. Because our bodies, first of all, they do not belong to us. They belong to God. They were bought at a price. We are the stewards. We are the managers of our body. And one of the principles that I teach in Take Back Your Temple is that our bodies are important, not because of how they look, but whom they contain. Mm. And recognition that we have an honored guest who is living on the inside of us in the person of the Holy Spirit. The third person of the Godhead is living on the inside of us. So another principle is that our bodies need care. No matter what size they are, no matter what day it is, no matter what the circumstance. So those that principle in just having that heart to care for our bodies and be- viewing it as a blessing and not a burden. Because too often, many people have been trained from the diet mentality that teaches that pretty much is like our bodies are burden. So we got, just got to grit and bear it you know, to take care of it. But in recognizing that we actually are the church, each of us is a church. And so 
I always think about it is the, even the church building. And would you consider going into a church building and backing up a dump truck at the front door and dumping a bunch of trash in your church? No, we certainly wouldn't. But many times people have almost an attitude that they can put so much junk and trash inside of their own bodies and that our bodies will, they'll just have to deal with that because I'm eating, you know, just to take care of uh, a craving or something. And not to say there's anything wrong with that every once in a while, but we want to ensure that we are feeding our bodies the nutrients that they need to function well. So we know that we're the church and we want to take care of our bodies from, from that place of honor and that place of respect. So to me, that's one of the main principles that I believe can contribute to a healthier body and mind is to recognize the value of our bodies because of whom they contain as a way to honor God. Kim, wow, I, that's such a great illustration. Yeah, and I, I love what you're saying because I know your, your primary focus is uh, weight loss and helping people through that process uh, by going a spiritual route. But just a little vulnerable moment for myself is that I never had a problem with my weight. I've never been overweight. However, I had a very mm -hmm. unhealthy thinking about my weight. Like I'm not allowed to be so many, by God's grace, I never had an eating disorder. However, I was like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Or I can't be a certain weight. I always had this fear of being over a certain number in my mind on the scale, but these principles mm -hmm. can, can help people with kind of the opposite mindset too, <laughs> you know, yeah. where it's, a, it's the same, it's the same uh, principles and, and re renewing your mind that you're okay. You know, God will take care of you, take care of yourself, get those nutrients. Don't, don't uh, bar yourself from eating the things that are going to fuel your body just because you think it's going to, you know, you might gain a pound, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's all part of the same spectrum, Lori. Yeah. I mean, I know you said you didn't have issues with, with your weight and everything, but you know, even I'll get emails from people who have who have had issues with anorexia, right. who've had issues with bulimia, where they do binge, but then mm -hmm. they bring it back up. But it's, the enemy doesn't care right. how he puts Christians in bondage. He really does not care what method he uses. He knows what your weakness is. So he's going to do whatever he can to destroy you. Jesus told us in John 10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance, not just a little life, but a lot of life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to me, it's a life-giving belief to recognize, hey, I've got the Holy Spirit living. God gives me the honor to be a, a, a vehicle, or not a vehicle, I'm mixing my metaphors here, but a building <laughs> for his Holy Spirit. So that is an honor. Yeah. So I want to do whatever I can to feel and function my best so I can go out there and make disciples where I can go out there and share the gospel, have energy, love my family. Mm -hmm. All of these wonderful things that are part of life, not just about attaining a certain number on the scale, but grabbing hold of this whole abundant life that God has given us. It's a much broader way of looking at the issue versus this little narrow thing. Oh my goodness, I gained a pound. Oh my goodness, I gained two pounds. Oh my goodness, you know, my waist is this. 
it's so much more than that. Right. And God wants us to experience abundant life in him about that relationship with him, about that relationship with others and taking care of our health. It's a tool. It's a resource, but it's not our entire life. Right. Our life is in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in John 8, 31 and 32 is one of my scriptures I quote often is Jesus said to the people who believed him, we have to take him at his word. And he says, if you are truly my disciples, your actions will show it. You will remain faithful to my teachings, and then mm-hmm. you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He doesn't Amen. want us bound up in all these mm-hmm. these things that we tie ourselves to. And so much of that is an emotional journey for a lot of us that, you know, and here we are with all these emotions, all this stress, all this, all these fears, and we're... You know, planted in the world and we're we're supposed to do what the world says it just doesn't make sense over time it doesn't even i mean you just get more and more bondage right mm-hmm. what we're talking about so i who i want to be free of all that stuff i don't want to have to step on the scale and be afraid of what it's going to say or measure myself against another person right you mm-hmm. know i want to be free to be able to say i can't do this on my own but god has helped me and we are saying that, but it doesn't seem like very many people are listening. <laughs> well, but you know what, Janelle, all we can do is put the information out there yeah, because right. Jesus, we know that he preached to people and um, some people received what he had to offer and some people didn't. It reminds right. me actually yeah. of a, a saying that I heard many years ago. And this guy, this man that I listened to, he was talking about um, overcoming rejection uh-huh. And what he said was some will, he called it SW times four. He said, some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. And so <laughs> that is why that's the person that we are trying to reach with our messages is for that person who is waiting, who's looking for an answer. And God has given us answers and we are wait, we are ready to share them. But for the people who don't receive, it's like, okay, well, you know, we're planting seeds. Maybe they receive them, maybe they won't. And it's just different types of ground too. That's another issue actually, um, where Jesus preached to people and he gave us the parable of the sower to let us know that the word of God is good. It's a good word, but it falls on different types of ground. And the type of ground that it falls on depends on whether it brings forth a harvest. So we just have to keep ourselves focused on obeying God, doing what he's called us to do. But then the results, eh, you know, <laughs> They're in he God's hands. From exactly, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so good, so good. I I love it all. So, uh, <laughs> what are some more? I mean, I, besides the uh, the positive changes you're making with your mind and body, what are practical things that we can do with our choices uh, in the everyday life? Like, uh, give us some tips that have worked for you, Kimberly. Well, I will tell you actually because. As I mentioned, I was an RN for many years, and one of the issues that I had was stress and stress eating. You know, it was my way of of saying to myself, you know, I just want to, I can have that little sweet because I just want to, um, it's something special. And um, I've had a really hard day. So let me just go to the neighborhood coffee shop and get a latte and get get a um, muffin. Right. Those yeah. type of things, you know, and that was my way to relax and calm down and decompress after yeah. a hard day. 
But one of the things that I had to learn was, okay, Kim, you know, your need is real. You have a need that you want to calm down, decompress. What are some other ways? And I asked God, I said, Lord, what are some other ways that I can manage stress and ensure that I'm taking care of this real need, but not smothering it under food and, and causing all these health problems that it was starting to cause? So one of the things that I learned for myself is to ask myself when I got home from work was, what can I do to make myself feel more comfortable besides eating? And mm -hmm. actually on my website, takebackyourtemple.com, there's an article that I have called Things to Do Besides Eating. But one of the things that I learned was to um, just check my body and say, okay, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. I'm feeling hot. Um, this bra is feeling kind of tight. So maybe I can just take this bra off <laughs> and take the bra off. I mean, it's something simple like that. Why don't I just take this bra off? It's too tight right now. So I would take the bra off and then I would ask myself again, well, do you feel more comfortable? Yeah, I feel more comfortable. What else? What else can I do to make myself feel more comfortable? Well, you know, I've got these contact lenses in my eye and they're feeling really dry. Maybe I could take those contact lenses out, take them out. Do you feel better? Are you more comfortable? Yes, I am. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Everyday things. Simple. Yeah. It's now simple, but too often we've trained ourselves sometimes if you have a tendency to emotionally eat, that food is my answer for everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's not. Sometimes it, you can take care of your niece in other ways, like putting on praise music. That's another thing that I love to do because it calms me down. And it also reminds me of biblical truth. So it's like two, two um, um, solutions in one. You've got the music that's, that calms you. And then you've got the words that yeah. speak biblical truth. Yep. So that's another thing that I do. I do a lot of journaling where I actually write down my feelings to see them on in black and white rather than keeping them like um, little, I don't know what you're going to call it, bees buzzing around in my head. I'll write things down and just process my feelings that way and speak to the Lord in prayer and saying, Lord, I don't know how to handle this. I need your, I need your strength. I need your, your wisdom to help me with this. And it never fails. As I'm pouring my heart out to God, I start hearing the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Do this. Okay, have you thought about it this way? Just wonderful. And so, But you miss out on all of that when you just use food to numb yourself to life. You know, it's almost like you're going through life like a zombie. And the enemy loves that because then he distracts you from your real purpose in the Lord. But we don't want to give him that um, ammunition. We don't want to give him that inroad into our lives. We want to use God's strength to confront the issues that we face and trust in him that with him, we can do what he calls us to do. Yeah. One of the lies emotional eaters have to deal with, you know, on a one-to-one -one basis is what do I do with this lie? I cannot use food to cope with my life anymore. How right. do I handle my life now? And mm -hmm. you have to make that decision. You, you, and it's a decision that some of us have to make every day to say, yeah. I will not you let food, uh, uh, demand this of me. Only God can do that, you know? And so, uh, or I'm not going to behave myself around, uh, I'm not going to let the, the food 
tell me how to behave. I'm going to behave myself around this food. And because it won't go away, it we need it to sustain ourselves. And God has given us good choices to have. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you, we, we have to decide who are you going to serve today? Are you going to serve right. the lie? Are you going to serve God? And Amen. You know, people think I'm all serious about it. But until you've been there and you know the depth in which your mind can go and your soul was the, the condition your soul was in, you're going to do everything you can to prevent that from happening again. And that's why I take it so seriously because I was not in a good place. I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was uh, overwrought with me, my emotions. I was mm-hmm. uh, feeling powerless. And it was just, it was not a good health place at all, you know? And yeah. so we just can't, you can't continue to go on like we are, you know, we've got to take the reins back. We've got to take back the, the ground that the devil has stolen with That's these right. lies. And I'm, I'm all about lies because I just wrote a book about it. Right. But you know, the <laughs> simplest ways yeah. he can get into our lives through lies. Absolutely. They're, they're from childhood on. I mean, yeah. and, and if we don't deal with them, they just sit on the top shelf of your closet. They'll wait. They'll wait for you. They'll come back, you know, at the yeah. most yeah. inopportune time. And uh, sooner or later, you have to deal with them. And with God's strength, we can't. We, we can't can. deal with them because he yep. teaches us how. So, yeah. His all word. good stuff. All good stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And Amen. he can take us out of darkness. Because yes. I, I understand, Janelle, I was in the darkness too. But, mm-hmm. you know, God... He called me to himself and he shined the light on that issue. And it's like, I take, took his hand in the spirit and I've yeah. never been the same. And I'm Amen. so grateful. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. I'm just in such admiration for him and how she's carrying on her life personally and also professionally with her ministry, Take Back Your Temple, because that's no easy thing. One, having been there, I know you know, the depth in which she deals with people and her own personal, you know, journey is just, it's huge. And uh, uh, Kim, thank you for being in the trenches and continuing to do the work and presenting the truth and helping people to a life of freedom, because this is not easy work. This is hard. And also when you're in the trenches with them, it seems doubly hard, but you know, the way your words always reflect back to Jesus and Christ is truly an amazing thing to watch and be a part of. And so thank you for letting us, uh, taking time to share with us about your webinar, something that I will be personally tuning into. And so uh, that's one of the, and one more thing, Lori, one more thing. <laughs> when she shared the, the soap, uh, uh, a thought process with uh, her friend that says some will some won't so what someone's waiting that really resonated with me so thank you for sharing that no oh, you're welcome yeah i love that too I, I had that noted too a mental note of that as well and one thing that stuck out to me and it's just like like wow i never thought of it that way before it was different ways to feel comfortable besides eating yeah i, I like big- Wow, that's like, my mind is blown. 
<laughs> and I, I will I will admit that I'm I was always one never to be comfortable. Like I would not change into sweats like when I would go home. Like it, for some reason I felt like I always had to stay dressed. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's a whole other episode of Women of Grace in the marketplace. But but just you know, it's okay to be comfortable and there's different ways to do that. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I can take my contacts out when I get home because I get up really early in the morning. <laughs> I can yeah. do these things. I'm allowed to wear sweats if I want to when I get home. Isn't that silly? It just seems so silly. I know. I know. But (laughs) I thought that (laughs) brought. I know. Woof. Yeah. I know. That was the Lord, though. uh, Yeah, I know. That that was definitely the Holy Spirit saying, huh, yeah, okay. (laughs) You're you're allowed to just relax. And this is something Um, I've always struggled with, Kim, is just the uh, uh, relaxing and being comfortable in, in in good ways, you know, and I've had mm-hmm. even therapists tell me, can you just, you know, just relax, will you? <laughs> just yeah. be comfortable, mm-hmm. but you know, and, and there is a healthy way to do that. So I think that's a lesson a lot of us can learn that the simple things that we just don't even think about and do are big things, because those are things that'll take our mind away from the things that might be holding us back. And that's some, right. Yeah, something as simple as taking your contacts out, who knew? Yeah. Put your glasses on. I have glasses. Yes. Put them on. I know. Yes. (laughs) All right. As we wrap up today's show, Kim, why don't you tell us uh, about Take Back Your Temple, how they can uh, get in the program or contact you for more information? Okay. Well, I will tell you about the webinar first because it's absolutely, it's it's free um, that you can go to takebackyourtemple.com forward slash TBYT dash webinars with an S on the end. And that will lead you to the registration page. You can do a just in time, actually, if you want to go there and just watch one that's in progress or in the next 15 minutes, you can do that. But that address again was takebackyourtemple.com forward slash T-B-Y-T dash webinars S on the end. And you can also just go to Take Back Your Temple and see what articles we have available out there because there are a lot of resources as well. Um, And our podcast as well. So just go to takebackyourtemple.com for the other resources as well. You've got lots of avenues to get to the truth. And I love that. We've made it Uh, free and available for anyone and everyone. So thank you, Kim, for doing that. That's just amazing. And thank you again, Kim, for being with us today on Women of Grace in the Marketplace. And if you would like more information, you can listen to this whole entire episode on our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And if you have any questions or would like to give us any feedback, you can email us at any time at womenofgraceinthemarketplace at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time.